I love the way the First Gen Lounge makes me feel. Because it creates a space where I belong, where we're able to create community. The fact that it's a community. It's a safe place. It also gives me a place to understand different perspectives. The stories of these individuals prescribe transformational perspective. I receive encouragement, enlightenment, empowerment. And also serve as a catalyst to just keep going. Where we're able to be our true selves. I'm allowed to be an unapologetic first gen. And above all else, tell our story. And every episode is unique. I love it. I'm your host, Dr. Eve, and I'd like to welcome you to the First Gen Lounge. Hey, hey, before we jump into today's session, I'd like to take a moment to invite you to become a part of the First Gen Lounge family. I like to say that it's goodness beyond the podcast and where I share with you exclusive offers, resources to navigate life and entrepreneurship and event information. So, When this conversation comes to an end, head on over to www.thefirstgenlounge.com forward slash family to join. I've even dropped a link in the show notes to make it easy for you. All right, now let's get into it. Hey, y'all. So I keep on wanting to say hello, my little pretties. So let me just get that out of my system. Okay. I don't even know what's going on with me. Then a couple of Wizard of Oz. I think it may have, but since I got up, it has been like, hello, my little pretties. I want to call everybody, hello, my little pretties. So good morning, my little pretties. Good day, good afternoon, good night, wherever you are in the world. Thank you again for tuning in. I told y'all I was going to talk to you about Women Empower X uh, that happened in Raleigh, Durham, where I led a breakout session on one download at a time, how to utilize podcasting to grow your business. So let me just tell you really quickly, I thought that the event was amazing. And if you didn't even catch my 20 minute video talking about the event, which I was like, dang girl, 20 whole minutes. I just got carried away. And there were so many thoughts that I had. And I'm like, Lord, I'm glad I'm not, you know, an actress winning an Oscar because they would have had to <laughs> cut me right on off. But nah, I, uh, I didn't give myself a time limit, just had things I wanted to share. Uh, I thought that the event again was just really, really amazing. It truly did empower. I'm really happy with all of the lovely people that I got to connect with and just meet and know in Raleigh Durham to see all the wonderful innovative businesses that are out there to know that there's truly a platform that is genuine about uplifting women in business and there are people who truly want to work together um, and not be competitive so it is a collaboration over competition so yeah it was really beautiful and you know I would absolutely propose to you know be a speaker again I would absolutely attend again and I'm actually interested in seeing how the event goes in other cities so you know I'm definitely looking forward to visiting a few uh, outside of Raleigh Durham and just again just grateful that it's here and excited about what's to come but again if you want want the full 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 rundown head to my instagram or to my facebook to get the whole 20 minutes where i just you know go on and on about everything from start to finish and this was definitely i'm gonna say this too this was definitely an event for me that helped me to step outside of my box as most of you know i am generally based in higher education as a space where i work a lot with colleges and universities and educational management entities um, pretty much in the work that I do. And so 
to be in a different realm, in a different arena. And I say that just to be non-higher education focused and to see myself growing. That's you know really what I've been after. That's been really exciting for me. So today's show, um, as you see, it, it's called When People Don't Support Your Business. And it's like, ooh, this is going to be juicy. This is going to be drama. No, not really. Well, it may be juicy though, but not necessarily drama because it's no drama here. Drama-free zone. It has been on my mind for a while to do a topic like this, to have a pep talk Thursday with y'all. And so this is one of those things that I just feel even at this point is necessary to have the conversation about it. I mean, one, we're in the last quarter of the year. And so you have some people that say, well, you shouldn't even be talking about the last quarter because we're already in and out. If you haven't executed, okay, blah, 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 watch out the noise. I think that if you're listening to this now, there's something that's drawing you in about what's going on in your business or what could go on in your business. So it's just nice to be mindful. But also as we're closing out the year and you're getting to reflect on what this year has brought, what things the next year and then years after will bring. It's important, especially on the beginning side of being entrepreneurship, that you think about what happens when people don't support your business. So let me even say this, you know, this disclaimer, what I'm talking about has nothing to do with this weekend's event. Although I will say that it did and has helped shape my perspective, not just as somebody who, you know, may have reached out to individuals to be a part of this thing, but as somebody who's also had several, several conversations with individuals who feel like people aren't supporting their business. What am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to do it? Well, you know, let's think about some things. When people don't support your business, the first thing to know is that your business is your business. I'm going to say that again. Your business is your business. Nobody is going to care about your business more than you. Nobody's going to treat your business like you do. Your business is completely your business. So with that, I want to say to you with love, stop getting mad at people that don't support your business. That's not on them. And I'm not even going to say that it's on you, but it is for you to not get in your feelings or want to write people off or disregard them because they don't support your business. The first thing being that there are many reasons people may not support your business. One of them being that they're family and friends. They're not obligated to support you. You think just because you have a great idea and just because you have a vision and a plan that should come through and even because people who may be family and friends be like, yeah, I got you, I got you. I'm a no. They are not your customer. And because they're not your customer, your ideal client, your student, whichever you prefer, they are not obligated to support you. Well, hell, even somebody who is your ideal, as we're going to talk about, aren't obligated to support you. So when you put stuff out there and you want things to work out and you're only looking at your family and friends to make things happen for you, that's unfair to them. And it's unfair to you to put yourself into that mental, emotional space, thinking that because of the relationship, that's what it's supposed to be. Uh, uh Uh-uh. So that's one thing I want you to consider because you say people don't support your business. But the other thing, too, is when you feel like people aren't supporting your business, is it because they're not supporting your business in the way that you think they're supposed to be supporting your business, especially when these people are those who are close to you? Give you a very good example. There have been several times in the very beginning. I used to be so upset because people weren't supporting me because they weren't buying my book because they were asking for my book. And I'm like, y'all want my book for free but this is how I make money. Why are you expecting me to give you my book? Like that's kind of, you know, 
cray cray to me. Don't do that. And then the other thing is, you know, we think that people are supposed to understand our business like we do. And though it is for us to get the point across and the message about our brand and and what we do as a business or what we have as businesses, that's not always the case either. So again, I used to get really upset because I was thinking like, yo, why didn't I show up to my events? Why they not buying my book? Why they not telling, you know, people what I got going on? And then the expectation for how folks are supposed to support our business. Because sometimes we think that financial support is the only way people support us. When in fact, sometimes it's just telling somebody else about our business. So, and you don't even always know about it. So it could be so easy that you posted something in a social media space and your cousin Jerry didn't share it and now you feeling some kind of way because they don't love you. Or they may have liked it and told you, oh, I'm so proud of you. And you were like, well, you so proud of me, but why did you buy my stuff? Uh-uh, cut the petty. That's not fair. That's not fair. Don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to them. So when people are supporting your business, or at least so you don't think, you got to remember again, your business is your business and you asking for their support is just asking for their support but if they are not especially family and friends they're not obligated so stop being mad and wanting to cut people off and you know cut ties or relationships with folks in your life because they're not giving you what you want you are the one that decided to go into business you are the one who decided that you wanted to make this investment you are the one that had the idea this thought this thing that you wanted to do that you believe is great so it is also for you to figure out how you gonna make it work which also takes me you know, to this point, because people may be your ideal client does not mean that they too are obligated to support your business. Did I just say that for real? Yes. And hear me, I'm not trying to go off on everybody. This is not a go off. This is a pep talk. Something that I wish that, yeah, honestly, somebody would have said to me in my first year and a half or two. So then I wouldn't be all in my feelings, right? Because I stopped getting my feelings. Oh, I really did. I'm like, okay, now I'm like, okay, I don't care if you if this ain't for you, it's not for you. And I'm good with that because who it's for, it's for. But yeah, just because somebody is your ideal client, customer, student, again, whichever one you prefer, it does not mean that they are also for you or for what you have. Remember, you have created this demographic in this profile for this individual that you like to serve. And they may be ideal, but there may also be certain characteristics or qualities that may not make them ideal. If you say that you want to target women 25 to 34 living in Atlanta, Georgia, that's one thing to say. But what if, you know, that woman has children and your product isn't a fit? What if she's married and your product isn't a fit or your service? What if she is making a million dollars a year and doesn't need or even want your product or service? Or what if she's another entrepreneur and y'all have the same product or service? So there's so many things that you have to take into account even when you've created your ideal customer profile, which also leads me to the fact that when it comes to ideal, that's the reason you've got to get specific. For me, I say first generation college graduate students and entrepreneurs. I said that out of order, I know. But even thinking about that, well, what does that mean? Is there a certain demographic that I'm after? Yes. Is there a certain age group? Yes. Is there a certain income? Yes. You know, is my limitation geographical? No. But I know the things that would, again, make my person ideal. But I also respect that just because that person is first gen and they may fit this description, I may not also be the person that they mesh with in terms of the platform for which they want to connect. So, 
I stopped feeling like every first gen who fit that description or fit this thing was supposed to be like somebody who was going to support my business. And when I say support my business, that's listen to my podcast, that's purchase my book, that's bring me in for speaking engagements, that's downloading any of my freebies that I have, that's getting on my mailing list. And I'm okay with that because there are how many billions of people in the world, there's going to be a group of people that I know who want to be a part of what I'm doing, who fit this idea profile. And I'm good with that. So again, just because they're ideal, ideal is ideal. Ideal means this is what I would like to happen. You know how we would say in an ideal world, in an ideal situation. Well, these are the people that you really want to work with. And over time, you will actually get to know is this thing that you've got, this product or service, is it even really a good fit for your people? So it's also important to talk with your people and to grow with your people, to grow with your audience so that you won't be mad about folks not supporting you. Because the other thing is if you're offering something that people don't want and this is your ideal, then what's ideal for them? You know, the other thing is that, again, it's people who may not be supporting you just may not be interested and it has nothing to do with you. They may really like you as a person. I had actually met someone this weekend who has a pretty rock star platform and I'm interested in them as a person, but what they had to offer and, you know, I'm just like, well, cool. I, I think it's great. And it's not that I'll support you, you know, but I may be supporting you. And I didn't tell them this, but I may be supporting you by telling somebody else who may need this product or service because I don't need it. And I don't need it. I didn't want it. And that was okay. But I know that person could very well understand that because just because you have a product or service that you think is bomb and you've had some people that work with you and they thought it was bomb. I think it's bomb. Don't get me wrong. But I also know that it's not something I'm just interested in in general. And so that's the thing. A lot of times you're either pitching yourself to people and you want them to buy into what you have. It's nice for them to know about it. And the other thing is that they just may come back around to it eventually. But again, they may not be interested in it. And the thing is for you to find the people that are interested because it's your business. Your business is your business. Something else to consider. Sometimes people aren't supporting you because they can't afford you. And that's when you'll have the group of people out there who will say, well, find the people that's going to support you. I'm not going to disagree. I think that, but the other side is that I think that we have to be mindful of the fact that just because somebody doesn't afford us doesn't mean they're not interested or that they want to support, but it just, it's not the good time to be able to do so. So when people aren't supporting you, again, there's so many things to consider about, well, why are they not supporting me? Is it me thinking of support in one way? Is it because they're not interested? Is it because they're ideal, but they're just not ideal? Like it's, it's not a good fit? Or can they even afford what I have to offer? Can they afford this product or service? So thinking more about my speaking, I still have an ideal client. And even in that ideal client or ideal organization or company, in this case, there's still a certain profile where I can generally say that a place may or may not be able to agree or afford or desire the rate that I offer. So with that in mind, if they can't, whatever my going rate is, if they can't afford that, then nine out of 10, I'm going to work with that institution for what they can afford. But that's the other thing. Some people even say too, mark your price and keep your price where it is. And don't think about the people who can't afford you. Oh, that's crazy. Think about the people that can afford you. But if it's really your intention to serve, then you can find a way to serve the people who are even interested in working with you. One of the things I strive to do and I ain't always got it right. I ain't always got it right. But I definitely strive to work with individuals who 
are ideal or may not be ideal, but really close to ideal and want to work with me. If that's a fit there and I know that something good can come from it, not just for me, but for the organization that I'm working with and I can build another relationship and I can impact more students, I generally open myself up to it and I'm willing to work with individuals. Although there is, you know, a point and I'll say this for anybody, know what Know what your bottom line is. Know what you're willing to do. Know what you're willing to to give or not give as well. So that, again, you're not looking at people saying they don't support you, but then they're telling you how they can support you on what ways they can invest. And then you like, nah, I ain't going. And again, I have not always got that right. I have lost many opportunities because I was so convinced about what people were telling me in business that I got to know my worth and I need to do what I need to do to get out here and make that money and have premium prices. And then I'm realizing like, nah, if the goal is really to serve and to change the world in whatever way that I can, and I'm not making that possible because I'm so stuck on the money, then I'm going to keep losing. And so I say that to you who feel like you might be supported, but you're also not willing to negotiate some of your rates, even if that is just for now. My personal belief is you got to look at what you're doing. You got to look at how much that matters. You got to look at what does work, what isn't working and be able to say, well, maybe I need to make an honest change so that more people are interested or wanting to, for lack of better words, support. And then, you know, again, like I said earlier, and I'm going to go back and say it again, it just may not be a good time for people. So when you're thinking that people aren't supporting your business or they're not out there for you, it, it just might not be a good time. You know, you think of the seasons. I don't expect for individuals to want to buy my book in the middle of March. I mean, but then again, at the same time, April may be great because they're about to have a lot of high school graduates who could benefit from reading my book before they go to college. Uh, So if you are somebody who sells, you know, body products or candles, maybe there's just a season where people just aren't interested or they're finding other products or they're exploring other things. And it's just or may not just be a good time. Maybe somebody just went through a divorce or maybe somebody is just moving and they're trying to get their finances together. Maybe maybe somebody just like you just started a business and they're trying to figure out how they want to invest or what they want to do to invest. Like, I'll be very candid. Even for me, there are things that I want to invest in, not because I don't want to be a part of it or do it, but I'm putting my dollars toward other things. And on the outside looking in, especially for people who are not entrepreneurs and not in your shoes, sometimes they don't understand and may think you're being cheap or why you got this money for this. Or if you out here doing A, B, and C, then you should be able to do D, E, and F. And you're like, wait a minute, this is my money. And I do with it what I want to, which is for real. But it's also considering that at the end of the day, if it's just not a good time for something, then that's okay as well. We have this this thought process sometimes, uh, especially as aspiring entrepreneurs, new entrepreneurs, that because I've got it, it's available and it's available now. You need to get it. You've got to do it. Put the pressure on. But if it's not a good time, it's not a good time. And then people who are smart and wise in how they invest, they're not going to crack under pressure. Uh, so even saying it to say, when people are supporting your business, there are a multitude of reasons for why. I mean, timing is one. Interest is the other. Just the, you know that general support, the affordability, somebody being ideal and not really being ideal and then family friends not being obligated. So I've I mentioned these things to you, these five things in particular, because 
I want you to really have this concept of navigating business in a way that your business is your business. And if somebody is not supporting your business, again, to not take it so personal. Only reason I think you should take it personal is if it's a business partner or something and y'all are supposed to have this 50-50 split in your business and y'all not handling your business, that might be a challenge. But for those of you who are out here grinding and you're figuring it out and you're new or you're trying to revamp some things or you're trying to build and it's just it's just what it is and you feel like you're screaming to the top of your lungs and nobody hears you trust me people hear you they hear you like and I've had to come to know that I have had an event where I thought I was going to have 30 people show up and everybody told me oh I'm gonna show up I'm gonna be there I'm gonna be at your event and then the last minute when the event came around they didn't come to the event I have had situations where I've had other events and I have given people tickets to come to the event for free. And I'm like, this is a $40 ticket that you just got for free that I'm putting in your hand, you know, so that you can better yourself and do what you need to do. And people didn't show up. And then later on, it was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Don't apologize to me. Apologize to yourself. I was just helping to create opportunity and it wasn't for me. And that's the other thing. I've gotten to a point now where anything I do, I realize that, it's not for me now. And what do you mean by what do you mean it's not for you? If I'm doing something, it's genuinely coming from the heart. So if I'm trying to help you, support you, invite you to something, I'm just putting the opportunity out there for you. And it's for you to or not to take it. Instead of me feeling like because I'm doing this thing for you that you got to be present. That's why I've gotten around to <laughs> that philosophy that I was taught a long time ago. And I said, I've gotten around to it. I have to come back to around to it in business and entrepreneurship and really embrace what it means that never give what you're not willing to lose. Now, I was in maybe college when a mentor told me that if you're going to give somebody something, give them what you're okay with losing. So if I'm going to give somebody $500, and I know I can't afford to lose that $500, then I'm not going to give them $500. I might just need to give them 50 and be okay with the fact that I'm not going to get that 50 back. So again, even as entrepreneurs, there are so many personal principles that still apply to how we navigate as entrepreneurs and in business. So anything that I give, be it a free ticket or a discount or an hour of a consultation for anything, I'm giving it because I want to give it and I'm okay with giving it, not because I'm going to hold it over somebody's head as well. So check yourself in that regard too. If you have been that person that you feel like showing up at other people's events means they got to show up to your events. No, that's not true either. And when we can really navigate our mindsets about what it means to be supported as a business, we will also let go of some of the baggage that we carry intentionally and unintentionally, but a lot of times more unintentionally because of the expectations we put on ourselves because of what we put on other people. And then we trying to figure out what we did wrong. What did we say wrong? What did we do that was not right? No, no, no. It's just what it just is what it is. So on that note, I definitely want to tell you to stay encouraged on your journey. I definitely want to tell you to keep going on your journey. And I want to remind you that your business is your business. So when people don't support your business, it's not always because you're doing something wrong. So don't think that you're doing something wrong. Just remember, it is a process to grow a business. And I can say that because I've been in it for a few years now. And even so, I'm still growing and navigating and making adjustments and changing and doing things that, you know, I'm like, okay, is this going to work better? Is this going to work better? And uh, what should I really be investing in now? How are things changing? But it's ever evolving process. And 
there will be disappointments and sometimes it's going to hurt your feelings when you really want people, you know, to be a part of what you've got going on. But a lot of times it's nothing personal. It's nothing against you. It's not because people don't want to have your back or support you. It's just that it's the nature of the beast when it comes to business. And that also means to spend more time being grateful for the things that are working out and to spend more time being grateful for the things that are going right that also don't have anything to do with people not supporting you. Think about the things that you are doing within your business for yourself. Think about how you're growing. Think about the initiatives you've got going on. Take some time to look at how you're supporting you and how you're showing up for you because this is your baby. And then with it being your baby, this is kind of like, you know, you trying to tell other people to love your child as much as you do, but people don't have that connection with their child. They're only going to love it as much as they can from where they are. So actually, I damn, I just hit the nail on the head for myself. Um, yeah, so for what it's worth, I mean, it's all good. So business is great. Business is good. Business is wonderful. There's a freedom that I found as an entrepreneur that I wasn't able to find anywhere else doing anything else. But at the same time, I recognize that there are still things that, you know, I'm learning and have learned and want to be able to share with you all who are on a journey of your own to give you perspective so that you will continue to thrive within your own space and realize that a lot of things about business aren't technical, but it's mindset. And so once you can wrap your mind around the fact that everybody don't support you, isn't going to support you, but isn't supposed to support you, that that'll be okay. And when I say everybody is not going to support you, there'll be some people straight up that's not going to support you. I, I will say that. I didn't say that, but it's straight up. Some people is just like anti whatever you're doing. <laughs> whatever reasons they got for that. Hey, you know, it is what it is. But show up and keep showing up. Show up for the people who need you. Show up for the people who admire you and respect you and who value what you do, who value what you have to, to share and to give because those are the people you're doing it for anyway, right? And so that is about all I got to say about this. Again, I want you to be well and enjoy the rest of your week or your month or whatever it is. And it is homecoming for me. So I am about to do all HBCU homecoming things that I can do at my age because I'm really like, oh, I'm like a grandma. I'm gonna go to a few things, show up, get some hugs, take some pictures, you know, get some laughter, catch a couple meals, do a brunch. Yeah, that's a lot, right? You know, and just, you know, take it easy. But be well, be well, my friends, my squad, my homies, most of all, my family. I appreciate y'all. Absolutely do. Until the next time. Before you go, I just want to take the time to say thank you again for tuning in, for being in this space. I really appreciate you. Now, if any part of the show did anything for you, then pass the word. Tell a friend, you know, text, email, DM. Let them know about the first gen lounge so we can continue to inspire others that are around us. I want you to come back and kick it again. But in the meantime, keep pressing forward.